Welcome to the Children's and Young Adult Novels Book Club, Cyan Book Club for short, where we connect you with the stories worth telling. I'm your host, Zach Whiting, and today we're looking at a futuristic retelling of a classic fairy tale. Now, whether or not you like classic fairy tales like Cinderella, Rapunzel, and Snow White, I think you're going to find this new series very fascinating. Today, we're reviewing the first book in the Lunar Chronicles, titled Cinder. Now, what is Cinder, you might be asking, though I'm pretty sure based on the name, you might know where we're headed. Well, it's blurb time. Blurb time, of course, is when we read the little blurb that the booksellers or publishers have put out about this book, and here's what they have to say about Cinder. Humans and androids crowd the raucous streets of New Beijing. A deadly plague ravages the population. From space, a ruthless lunar people watch, waiting to make their move. No one knows that Earth's fate hinges on one girl. Cinder, a gifted mechanic, is a cyborg. She's a second-class citizen with a mysterious past, reviled by her stepmother and blamed for her stepsister's illness. But when her life becomes intertwined with the handsome Prince Kai's, she suddenly finds herself at the center of an intergalactic struggle and a forbidden attraction. Caught between duty and freedom, loyalty and betrayal, she must uncover secrets about her past in order to protect her world's future. With high-stakes action and a smart, resourceful heroine, Cinder is a Cinderella retelling that is at once classic and strikingly original. So as we start our spoiler-free review of this book here in part one, let's take a look at some of the themes that are in this book and see what they have to say about whether or not Cinder is worth reading. The first theme I want to talk about that's really an umbrella theme is prejudice. You know, you can break this down into some smaller sub-themes like overcoming prejudice or facing the prejudice of others, confronting the prejudice of yourself, all those different things. I really just want to summarize it as prejudice. And that topic, that theme comes up throughout our entire story. And our author doesn't shy away from showing us the reality of prejudice and the ugly effects that it has on our lives. In this fictional world, which is set in the future, where all of Earth seems to be in, uh, in agreement of world peace, there are colonizers that live on the moon who are known as lunars. Now, because of their environment, they have developed these interesting abilities, special abilities, particularly the ability to manipulate the thoughts and the feelings of other people. They're able to make them feel or even see things that aren't really there. Because of this, lunars are seen as mischievous, evil, disgusting, and most importantly, unhuman. Also in this world, there are cyborgs which are humans who have robotic replacements for various different body parts. Uh, and that could be something as small as a finger or a limb, or even go down to things like bone and organs. Because of their biological manipulation, they are also seen as evil, 
disgusting, and most importantly, unhuman. Our main character, Cinder, is a cyborg. And so immediately we see through her eyes just how cruel and horrible it is to make assumptions and judgments about somebody based on superficial facts, based on things that they cannot control. And so this theme is dealt with extensively throughout the book, and I think that our author handles it very well. How do we face the prejudice in our world, especially in the case of of Cinder, where she herself has prejudice towards other people, specifically against the Lunars, and when she experiences it from others herself. Now, related to prejudice, we also have some themes like identity and self-image, as well as uh, finding confidence. Cinder, in particular, struggles with accepting herself for who she is. The prejudice of others and the mistreatment from her stepfamily, all of that has warped her view of herself. And so she thinks that she's undesirable, and she believes that she is the cause of various problems that arise throughout the story. So her self-image is something that she eventually must confront as the story unfolds. Let's talk about some things that I really liked about this book. Now, I love science fiction. I love reading science fiction. I love watching it in movies and TV shows. I was so excited most recently when one of the Dune movies came out because the original Dune novel by Frank Herbert was one of my favorite books. But I grew up watching the sci-fi channel with my dad and Star Trek, Star Wars, all of that. And so when I heard that there was a futuristic retelling of Cinderella, I was interested. And uh, having read it now, I can tell you I was not disappointed. The world building makes sense. The characters are rich and real, and they all have investments in what's going on in the plot and in the world. The whole story is this fresh take on a classic princess story. Uh, But even though it is completely unique, it tells its own story. It has all these little hints and Easter eggs everywhere that are sprinkled in, and they all pay homage to that original story. So I loved this new setting, the science fiction setting, but I also liked how there were uh, certain parts of the story that they held to, that they kept in to really make that connection strong to the original. Now, one thing I like about this particular version of Cinderella that I think a couple other versions have, have done well is that Cinder takes time to show us what's going on in the life of our prince. Prince Kai, or Kaito, has many responsibilities that he must juggle. Most of them have been thrust upon him because his father is dying of an incurable disease. And so we get to see his struggle and his progression, his own character development as this story unfolds. And I think it really adds a lot. We're not just getting Cinder's story. We're getting Prince Kai's story. He's not just a pretty face. He's not just a background character. But the prince plays an important role throughout the entire plot. One final thing I'll mention that I really loved is that at the very back of the book, there is a list of discussion questions. That is a total win for me. I've told you in the past, I love when publishers and authors make a point to to do this because it encourages critical thinking. It encourages application. It makes stories really feel like, oh, they're not just fictions, not just little things here on the side. No, they actually play into real life. And they can teach us critical lessons and perhaps even reveal things to us in our world that we didn't see before. So having said all of that, is there anything in this book that I think you should be aware of before reading it yourself 
or recommending it to somebody else in your life. Well, the first thing I want to mention, which is not like anything bad, uh, but this story is a romance. And I'm not a big romance novel person, um, but I really enjoyed this. And there's so much more to this story than a romance. Uh, There is suspense. There is mystery. The whole plot centers on this political drama, uh, the, the struggle between the powers that be in this world. But at its heart, it is a story of this budding relationship between Cinder and Prince Kai. Which, by the way, which I may have already alluded to, this is a much more realistic love story, romance, compared to the original, where the prince meets her once, falls in love, and then scours the kingdom for her. Um, No, this this definitely gives the relationship a a stronger, more uh, set-in-reality feel. Uh, But it is a romance, and so, you know, not everyone's going to love a romance, but I, I can tell you this, there is a lot more going on. Now you know. In addition to that, some other things I think you should be aware of is that there is some tragic death in this story. There are a couple moments that are kind of heavy. Um, and again, there's no like graphic detail or anything like that. I just mean that there are characters that you will love and they will not make it to the end of the story. And so it's kind of heavy in that sense. It's, it's sad. And you get to come alongside the journey with our main characters as they experience loss. Finally, I do need to mention that there are a few curse words. There are three that I could find in this book, uh, three minor curse words. And uh, and again, I am really picky when it comes to literature. I wish that young adult and kids novels would have no cursing. Um, but there is a little bit of cursing in this book, and so I wanted you to be aware of that. So how am I going to rate Cinder? Well, our scale, again, runs from red to orange, to yellow, to green, and finally to cyan. Red is the worst rating we can give. Cyan is the very best rating we can give. I give Cinder a yellow rating on our scale. I think Cinder is a yellow book. It's an incredible story. It has powerful lessons interwoven with all. And the characters are relatable. They're real. And and the writing is really good as well. Really, the only reason, in addition to, you know, being some heavy topics like uh, the, the tragic death that happens in the story and the intensity and the suspense of it all, really the only reason why I can't give this a higher rating is because of those three curse words. Like I've mentioned in reviews before, you know, that might mean that Cinder falls higher on our rating scale for you. You know, PG-13 movies typically have curse words in them, um, and so having three minor curse words in a PG-13 movie wouldn't be that bad. But I'm a bit picky. Uh, In literature, for middle grade and up, I just wish that we had as little cursing as possible. Cinder does a pretty good job at that, but there are three curse words. This book really impressed me. I think that it is great. I think it would be a wonderful read for anyone between the ages of 12 and 18, And I think that anyone who's interested in science fiction, in mystery, in suspense, or is interested in the classic fairy tales, you will enjoy reading Cinder. Well, that brings us to the end of today's episode. Thank you so much for listening. If you'd like to read the written versions of our book reviews or our short stories, you can check out our website linked in the description below. 
If you have a book that you'd like us to read and review on the podcast, you can submit those suggestions using the link below as well. Make sure to follow the podcast so you don't miss any future episodes. And thank you for leaving reviews. It helps us reach more people with the Cyan Book Club, and it helps us share the stories worth telling with the world. Thanks again for listening. I'll talk to you in the next episode.